0: No intro music. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh. And yes, this is Christmas morning. And I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but did you know Christmas is actually a pagan holiday? I learned that on Instagram this morning. You guys can all stop saying it. Like, we know the internet's a thing, everybody knows more things than they used to. we all know that the Catholic Church is filled with pedophiles and Christmas is a pagan holiday and Jesus is an accumulation of a bunch of people. They're just You can stop it, please. Um, you're not saying anything that we don't know. Uh, I do realize that when you post those memes, it's because you're so angry at your Christian family for not accepting your new age hippie uh, lifestyle. So you can stop it. Um, Anyway, so uh, this episode, I think I'm going to call it, Well, Now What? Um, It's a a question I ask myself quite often. Um, I recommend that you do the same. And it comes down to this. I'll use myself as the example. I have a history. This body has a history of, um, at one point, being abused. Eight years, right? In my church-slash-school situation by uh, four people. And um, for a long time, that was the excuse for uh, aggressive behavior, uh, shitty behavior. And then one day, uh, it was... Seen as the reason. Well, this is why this is this way. Um, and then you just have to ask yourself when someone's like, "Hey, you know, you shouldn't do this," and you, you know, when you do this, it's that. It. Go like, look, but I was abused, and then like, well, now what? Okay, so these things happened. Now what do we do? Do you want to continue behaving this way? Do you want to continue having these experiences due to your behavior? No. Okay. We all hear you, but now what? Um, And that question has helped me immensely. Um, You know, on one hand, these things mattered because they shaped me, for better or worse. Honestly, in some ways, for the better. Um, In some ways, it led to some pretty unskillful behavior. But, okay now what? You know, it's the, it's the, when I talked about personality, it's like, yeah, you have this personality, and, you know, it's got certain traits, and, you know, your samskaras come together the way they come together, well, now what? You learn to be more skillful with the incarnation, you know, you learn to navigate life in this incarnation a little better, you know, um, but, uh, yeah you just gotta learn to do it a little better and I think that um, it was interesting when I was a kid uh, I learned something yesterday started to learn something Um, and I something I didn't know about how traumatic experience uh, plays into learning disabilities Um, that there's a high correlation between the two and um, a colleague of mine had turned me on to that information and finding it out it was weird it was kind of like a oh, interesting moment because uh, I had a really really hard time as a kid with my brain um, and uh, you know reading and writing wasn't done legibly um, until I was in probably 6th grade you know by, before it was like oh, okay these are sentences and look I can tell what these words are um, up until that point it was a little uh, it was a little dicey um, and that played into a lot of issues in school with other kids and then you know at the same time there was a lot of abuse taking place uh, and by these three ladies and one gentleman and uh it kind of it, it you know it's one of those things where like you had these two separate issues we'll call them and then to find out that they that one was the result of the other was very interesting doesn't change anything in my life but it was kind of one of those components that's like oh okay that's that's wild just kind of fascinating very interesting but what my mother taught me was this I remember being in a guidance counselor's office. I feel like it was in middle school. It was probably, I feel like it was my first year of middle school, public public middle school, which was eighth grade, because I was in a, a, a Baptist, uh, Southern Baptist school until then. And um, I remember the guidance counselor telling my mom, well, recommending that I be put into what, at the time, was called SLD classes, severe learning disability classes. Um, And I think now they call them you're doing great, Skylar, way to go classes. But um, at the time, we just had different words for things. Um, You know, and the fact that... Well, anyway, the, the, the guidance counselor was recommending this to my mom, and my mom asked her, she goes... Are there going to be special jobs and a special world for him when he gets out of school that take all of this into consideration? Kind of. The lady was like, Well, no, but it's important that my mom just cut her off. She's like, Then he's not doing it. He's going to have to learn to be himself in a regular world. And that was this very interesting moment where I thought my mother was being fucking cruel. Um, and it hurt and it, I was sad and I was upset and I was under the impression my mother didn't love me and you could call it bad parenting you can call it neglect you call it whatever you want but it was one of those very difficult moments that led to positive things because I am glad that I am the way that I am and I believe that I am the way that I am resilient as I am that I can figure it out I can Whatever, And I believe that that is because of my mother. Because my mother wasn't going to have my world padded. You know, that Chugim Trungpa saying when you said that you can't cover the world. You can't carpet the world in leather, but you can't put shoes on. And, you know, we're probably losing a lot of that in our culture. You know, a lot of that kind of um, stick with it stuff man, I've seen a lot of people going for runs on Christmas morning. It's fucking so cold here. Uh, But my patella tendon's bothering me, so I can't run today, and I'm so fucking jealous. Ugh. I really like running. Um, But, uh, yeah, it was one of those moments that, like, it was unskillful parenting, but it led to a level of resiliency that I wouldn't trade for anything in the world. I just wouldn't I would, do it, I, I would take it that way again, honestly. And the same thing, this is hard for a lot of you to hear because you're going to be, yeah, but this happened to me, and, and I hear you, and this is just where I'm at. I do not expect anybody else to feel the way I feel. I just don't, okay? Also, I don't expect those of you that weren't abused, to repeat this to people that were abused and expect them to feel the same way. Do not just hear what I'm saying. This is my experience. No one else's. But the abuse that took place, it feels weird to say that I'm glad it happened, but I can just say that I'm really happy where I'm at, and I absolutely understand without a doubt That I wouldn't be this thing, this way, without those events. They had to happen that way. So, you know, that's that, well, now what moment that I'm talking about. You know, like, okay, now what? You know, um, okay, so this happened and, and here we are. You know? I'm not recommending that we abuse children because it makes them more resilient. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying my experience with it is that way. Did it come with some pretty unskillful behavior? Yeah, at an early age. But I would say at 46, I now know how to navigate that. Um, and I know not everybody learns to navigate it. You know, I understand that. Um and again, this is just my experience. And some of you that didn't deal with any of abuse and you're close to somebody who did, you know, a lot of times you wish they would just get their shit together. And you might want to look at them and go, well, now what? Don't say that to them. They're on their own journey. Look at yourself. Look at your own things and ask yourself, well, now what? What do, what do I do now? You know, um, that's... That's it. That's all I got to say about that one. Um, as far as Christmas, uh, these holidays have been an, an interesting experience. Every year I am a new Keith and this new Keith is navigating these things and, and feeling things that are very interesting. Um, I didn't have anything to do yesterday on Christmas Eve. Um, I went to my cousins and I said hello, but they were going to a a a Christmas party um you know and um so I uh you know wasn't obviously wasn't going. Um and then I went to Publix and I was buying a frozen pizza. <laughs> and uh you know soda um but uh yes i have a girlfriend um and she had her own family stuff to do so um but uh yeah it was just it just so happened that i was kind of alone on christmas eve so i buy my stuff, whatever, I'm in, I'm in Publix, and everyone's, like, buying last-minute gift cards and, like, buying things for the the Christmas party they're going to, whatever, and um, this sounds crazy, but there is this moment where it's, like, don't, like, they don't even know that, like, these central figures in... In a family, like they die, right? Like my mom was a central figure in our family, and when she died, even when my dad died, like the dynamics of families and holidays change, and we get so, you know, attached to the way it is, and it's very painful when those things start to change. When grandma dies, and grandpa dies, and mom dies, and dad, it, it hurts. It because it, it's like, oh man, I wish it the way it was when I was a kid, and, and yeah. You know, And there was a piece of me that was really glad, grateful, that I was past that. Um, It's like, and I think I've mentioned this before, um, you know, I was in a restaurant and I was watching this gentleman walk his elderly mother through the dining room, and I'd done it a hundred times. And there was a piece of me that was really grateful that I don't have to do that anymore. that I'm past that. You know, I had no problem doing it. I wasn't wishing death upon my mother, but I'm glad that I'm through a lot of that. And I'm glad I'm through it at the age of 46 because I feel like I have so much life ahead of me. And, you know, I don't have kids to worry about on Christmas, I don't have parents to worry about on Christmas. I don't know. I just, there's a twist to this where I feel oddly grateful you know there is some loneliness or whatever there was a piece of me last night, I was like man I wish I had something to do tonight but it was just because everybody else had something to do I mean really it was just Saturday <laughs> you know what I mean like it was just a Saturday and the only reason I felt that was because of the response that I was getting from my environment it wasn't like this biological need um but yeah, uh, this today Christmas is gonna be awesome. Spend it with clients. Then I'm gonna go spend it with my girlfriend and uh, her family. And um, it's exciting. I've never met her family. I mean, I've met two of her brothers, kind of, but not really. So that'll be exciting. Um, I'm nervous. Uh, I hope they like me. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, you know, sorry I fell off the wagon and being punctual with these um, and I can use work as my excuse and it is my excuse, I don't know I also think I need to be better with time management Yeah, I look at people that have like a ton of stuff going, I'm like how are you doing all of this I think it comes down to the fact that I guess my job is different than that. I think it's why I have to do a lot of things early in the morning. Like right now it's uh, 7.30. Um, I've been up since 5. But I can't... If I try to record this at 5 a.m. It'll sound very phlegmy. (laughs) Anyway, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I'm going to post this today without intro music and outro music. Um... And uh, reach out, Um, ask questions, bug me. I love it. All right. I love you. Bye-bye.